Yo, everybody, welcome to my Football View podcast. This is Mace coming live from hard-headed New Britain. And today we're going to go over semifinal League Cup fixtures, Man U against Nottingham Forest, Newcastle against Southampton, and the FA Cup fixtures this weekend. With me is my boy, Tommy. Tommy, how you doing today? Yo, what's up, Mace? I'm doing good. <laughs> Awful weather, but, you know, we got, we got football on TV, so, you know, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let me ask you a real important question. Well, it's not an important question, but <laughs> what did you thought of the menu against Nottingham Forest game today? Uh, it wasn't a classic, but it was a good game. I think Manchester, the way Manchester United had played it, I was very impressed with them. I expected to for the game to be tight. And the reason for it is I thought, you know, Manchester United have played a lot of games recently. A lot of away games, uh, Crystal uh, Palace on Wednesday of last week, away. Then Arsenal, away. Two very difficult fixtures. And now, again, you the third game, you're playing against Forest. Forest, first time in, a, in the Premier League in a long time, playing in the League Cup. So their fans were up for it. The players were up for it. And you know what? I was surprised. Six yeah. minutes in. United go, you know, take the lead. Forest, you know, they do. It was a good response, but but by halftime, it's two zero. Game's over. They manage it. They're very professional on how they go about it, and then they get a third one to just kill off the game. But man, with a with a player like Marcus Rashford, you know, anything's possible for United in these cup games because he's. He's playing so well that he just makes things happen out of nowhere. Yeah, my my only concern with uh, uh, Marcus Rashford is if he, uh, whenever he goes out of form and whenever he stops scoring goals, who's going to be the other player that's going to step up and carry that team? Because we, we Wood Weckhorst. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, he actually played well today. He he linked up the play. He scored his first goal, um, but he's not that type of player. Um, a service needs to be provided for him. Um, I'm kind of actually curious when Jaden Sancho is going to be ready to step up and um, start. Coming. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be important because they need the depth. Because Ten Hag, I think he has taken has taken this team the as he maximized with the limited resources. Yeah, he with has. limited yeah, yeah. resources that he has, he has maximized the potential of this team. Yeah. This team is competing for top four. Two weeks ago, their fans were saying they, they were competing for the t- title. But you know what? They're competing for top four. They're competing in the Europa League. They're in the semifinal, looking like they're going to be in the final of the League Cup. They're still in the FA Cup. Why? Why? What does this guy have to do to get reinforcements? What is going on? <laughs> why be, can't I mean, he? To be fair, he, they, they actually spend a lot of money. Um, but they overspent. They overspent. They actually, what? They spent... Close to 100 million for Anthony. They spent uh, close to what 50 million for Lissandro, <clears throat> and then under the 60 with probably add-ons uh, for Casemiro. So yes, because maybe always spends money, but they just spend silly money. Because, silly money, like you know, uh, Arsenal. What they bid around 25, 20, 30 million for Martinez. So then what? United went blew the waters out with 50 of uh, 50 million. So. 
okay, what if you spend 10 million less? You know, Ten Hag has that relationship for Martinez. You save that 10 mil. You bid for Anthony, you know, instead of flirting with De Jong the whole, the whole you know, summer. That was such an embarrassment, yeah. Yeah. Instead of spending all that time, you bid for Anthony. You bid for 45 million where when Ajax is ready to sell him, now wait to the last minute and then overpay for him. Yeah. So you could probably save another 40 million. And then that leaves you with some spending money to get another, you know, another player. Yeah. So, but what would you think about that second half? Because I thought it was very professional by United. No, I mean, the, the second half, menu was in was control of the game. And it was almost over. It was right? pretty much over. They made a couple of subs. Palestri came in. Garnacho came in. And Palestri looked good. Yeah, Palestri mm-hmm. looked good. I know they're trying to uh, loan him out, but they shouldn't. They, instead, of they should loan out uh, Elenga. But it was it was I was I was impressed with the performance. I know it was only Nottingham Forest, but it was another solid uh, defensive performance from uh, from the from the four defenders from Malasia, Martinez, Lindelof. Lindelof actually looked pretty solid. Uh, I was impressed with uh, Martinez because he's actually not. We already know that he's an asset as a defender, but he is also an asset going forwards. He's the type of defender that. We already know he's good with it, um, with the ball on his feet, but he's the type of defender that starts the attack for Man U. Like he's he's a quality defender for breaking the lines, and that's the most of the time how uh, Man U's attack starts. Yeah. He passes the ball to Casemiro. Casemiro passed the ball to Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford passed two defenders and he scored a goal. He's not that type of player that he's going to pass the ball back to the goalie. Yeah, he, he always tries to make those forward passes. No, one time somebody uh, somebody. Was able to dribble past him in the first half. I forgot who it was, but Sandro Martinez. Yeah, yeah, but he's a type of defender that he takes a lot of chances. Yeah, he will take your leg off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know where you, which one you're talking about. Yeah, uh, but you know what? Same what? with Casimir. Casimir got he got bodied by that forward two times. He lost the possession two times mm-hmm. in the midfield. But you know what? It's also you know, it's kind of different. You know, since it's Forest. I, I think, you know, maybe Martinez doesn't dive in if he's playing against City yeah. or Arsenal. So it's, it's you know, a different type of opponent, different type of concentration. So, and you're already, you're, you're already up. And, you know, I know they're professionals and, you know, you take every game, you know, the same, at least you're supposed to, but it's, it's different. I think that mentality is yeah. a little bit different. But let's go. Let's jump into that um, Southampton versus Newcastle game. Uh, it finished one zero to Newcastle. Uh, they played away, and now you know I'm expecting them to, to, to you know to you know take care of business in their home leg, and you know I'm expecting a Newcastle versus Manchester United final, uh, which you know I think for any outsider looking in, and that's. Like that's the that's the final that you know for a league cup. Yeah. That's definitely a final that I'm looking forward to. Newcastle is finally back, and they should be back, man. It's been a long journey for them. Yeah, it's it, it's gonna be it's gonna be really exciting. I think not for their fans, but I think for the league itself, you know, it's a great advertisement. Yeah. Of you know Newcastle being taken over by wealthy owners, but really. The way they went about it, it's it's impressive. I'm very impressed with Eddie Howe. Yeah, I did not, you know, I, I thought he was a good coach, but I thought he's gonna, you know. I'm actually I'm actually amazed with their recruitment. 
this um this offseason. Um they actually got great a couple great players for not a lot of money, like Bruno, uh, Steve Boltman, like I said in the in the last podcast. So I've been impressed. No, Isaac. Isaac. Isaac, yeah, Isaac made that goal. But for Isaac, they spent like what was it seventy million, something like that. But they haven't spent a lot of money for Boltman or Bruno. That's a very interesting. Uh, I wonder how much, how much Isaac was. But you know, Isaac looked really good. He, you know, he took up, he took on Kaleta Car down the line. He exposed him, and then he crossed yeah. the ball in. It was just a tap in for Joe uh, Linton. Uh, so I was very impressed. And then Kaleta Car got a red card, so he really cost Southampton yeah. that game. He got he got exposed on that byline, and then you know, getting his team in trouble with that red card, and you know. Uh, Southampton scored a goal, which was really uh, chopped off after the VAR decision because it was a handball. But Southampton just didn't look like they're going to score. So yeah, Newcastle no, was very no. comfortable. Southampton's last, he's last in the Premier League table. I don't see them. Yeah. You know, if, if they, if they for, somehow they pull a result against Newcastle in the second leg, it's a damn crime. <laughs> it's a damn crime. And Newcastle should be ashamed of, ashamed of themselves. But it's not going to happen. Yeah. Isaac was $70 million. Yeah. So how do you see that if it's a Newcastle versus Manchester United final? How do you see how do you see that going? It's definitely going to be a close game. Um, both teams have uh, great defenses. Uh, I feel like it might possibly go to overtime and possibly penalties. I feel like it's going to be a tight one, one zero, two to one, one one, something like that. But I feel like Menu is going to take it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go against you. I'm going to say Newcastle. And I think for Newcastle, it's such a big occasion and for the city, the fans, the club. And before, for me, is uh, I think Manchester United, the amount of games they're playing, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt them. It's going to hurt them. It could hurt them in the top four race. Uh, I think it'll hurt them in this League Cup final. I'll hurt them in different competitions because they're playing three games every week now and it's yeah it's it's, it's, it's gonna take a toll you know you have players like Martial the that that guy's I don't know I don't know what's going on you know when he plays he plays but boy he plays what 30 percent of the games they yeah. have Sancho's still not back and there I think it's just gonna be more the uh, low still out too yeah I feel like I know Anthony Marshall gets a lot of stick from Man U fans and other supporters, but I, f- I feel like he's a quality player. He just can't stay healthy. Um, well, do you think he's slow? He's slowing down a little bit. I noticed he's not the same explosive player when uh, as he was when he first got to Man U. Um, yeah, because you thought you know when I first that first game, that first goal where he scored against Liverpool, that was yeah. like Terry Henry. I was like, welcome to the league, yeah. and it's like the next big French thing. And but what do you think about him? Do you think that you know it's time to move on from I him? I feel like it's a time to move on from him. Um, he's been there for a lot of years. He hasn't been producing. He has. He doesn't play. Yeah, that's that's one of the concerns. But yeah, it just hasn't hasn't worked out that well for him. To be to be fair, like he had he had Jose Mourinho, who's a very pragmatic manager. Uh, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer is awful manager. Van Gaal kind of. I feel like Van. Yeah, but I feel like Van Gaal was the only coach that really like tried to play offensive football. Yeah, but he was very inexperienced at that time when Anthony Marshall came in. Uh, 
Let's uh so so yeah, I see Newcastle winning 1-0. I think it's gonna be super tight. It might go to extra time, but I do see, I, if Newcastle can't stop Marcus Rashford, then I'm then I just don't see where Manchester United will hurt. Yeah, that's where Newcastle. other players gotta step up, but that's one of the issues. Like who's gonna do that? Yeah. We we're not sure. Of course. <laughs> uh let's move on to the FA Cup. I think like the the game that you know stands out for everyone is that first game that opens that fourth round you know fourth round games is Manchester City versus Arsenal uh a big I wish this was a Premier League game it was yeah. a perfect game to watch but how do you see this one going do you it's, see do you see Arsenal you know starting their uh playing with their first 11 yeah, I feel like um, I feel like it's gonna be a battle between like the master Guardiola and the successor um, Arteta, and I feel like uh, Guardiola is gonna put out his best team and gonna try to make a statement and go for it. Um, it's kind of interesting because both teams kind of play the same way. They press. They control. They, they control. Yes, yeah, so I want to see how it's gonna look. If who's gonna control? Who's gonna have more possession? It's. I think it's going to just be super open, where there's just going to be going back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, I feel like because uh, Arsenal plays that high defensive line with uh, Saliba and uh, Gabriel, and that might be a little bit of a concern because um, De Bruyne can slip up those passes to Holland and he can get behind them. Well, so you it's, know, it's, it's so, going to be interesting. So I think they're going to go. They're gonna mix it up a little bit. I I don't see both teams going with their you know top players. It's gonna be a little mix. I I think the, like for example, De Bruyne is gonna play, but then Holland is gonna be on the bench. I think he's gonna go with Alvarez. I think it's gonna be a little you know a mix of players. Same thing with Arsenal. I see you know I wouldn't be I I wouldn't be surprised if maybe like Kivor. The player that Arsenal just got yeah. comes in and maybe rests Gabriel. I'm definitely expect. I'm not expecting Thomas Party to play because I think he's just too key and plays a, too big of a role for him to play. Maybe and then maybe Saka also, you know, comes off yeah. and you play Chassard or someone. So I'm. I think that it's going to be a little bit of a mix for both teams. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you're judged by by fans by. Well, you know, Arteta won the FA Cup, but you know that buys. Yeah, a yeah, bit you of... you judge by how many trophies you win. Um, Guardiola has nothing to prove, to be honest. He has pretty much won everything except the Champions League. So, as Arteta, you gotta go for it because you you're not sure if you're gonna win the Premier League title. I know you're ahead right now, ahead of Man City, but you just gotta go for it. You gotta put out your best team and hope for the best. Yeah, um, uh, I'm 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 very torn between that. I think. I think you go with a really strong team, but I think because of the congestion with all of these games and knowing that, you know, for example, Arsenal, it's, it seems like uh, now Mohamed Elneny is injured. So, you know, those Elneny is an important player because you maybe give Thomas Party a rest now and you play Elneny. Now you have Lakonga. So does he come in? Do Arsenal? Oh, I don't, do you think that Arsenal will, you know, splurge more money? I don't rate Lukonga and any like. I think I feel like they should get rid of these players in the next transfer market. 
But I think it's hard for, you know. Yeah, I know you got to rest party because he's, sometimes I feel like he's an injury risk. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's also hard to have that for, because I think, you know, when, if you are competing like Arsenal, I think you need to, you, Alneni is a good fourth choice. Yeah. Midfielder. I think you need one more. Arsenal need definitely a step up from Lokonga because he's not the guy that they were expecting. There was a lot of praise when he was coming in that, you know, he's very impressive, but it just hasn't worked out for him. Maybe it's the lack of game time. Maybe it's the system. Maybe it's just, you know, maybe he's just not developed as a player yet. Uh, It's going to be a quality match because of how both teams play. So, yeah, both teams. I expect a lot of goals. I expect a lot of goals. I'm not going to go against the Arsenal. So, I am thinking uh, 2-1 to Arsenal. How about you? I feel like, like I said, I feel like Guardiola is going to make a statement to um, to Arsenal and especially Arteta. And I think Man City is going to win 2-1. to 2-1? to Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to um, <laughs> Manchester United again. Uh, this time they're playing They're playing on Saturday versus Reading. How do you see this one going? I feel like Man, Man U is going to win it. Do you think they're going to be rotating a lot? Uh, I feel... What's like? I mean, they their rotation. They have they don't have a lot of options. Garnacho maybe is going to start. Uh, Pelestri possibly Elanga. Yeah, Reading is fourteenth in the championship. See, so so it could be an opportunity to rest. But you know what? You, you could there is the opportunity to rest, but you know you don't play a player like Marcus Rush, Rashford. Where do the goals come from? Exactly. That's. But he most of the time he always in those uh league cups and the early rounds of FA Cups, he always like seemed like he started a strong team. Yeah, like it looks like he, he wants to with, win everything. Yeah, he wants to win everything and he knows what's at stake. Yeah. It's his first season and he wants to like win those little trophies. Do you see do you see an upset? No, not not in this round. Not in this round, no, no chance. Too early, I think. Too early, yeah. The fatigue hasn't settled in yet. Yeah. Uh what's your score prediction? I'd say two to zero. I, you know what? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it four-one. You know they scored three against four. So I, 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 Manchester United has too much quality. Um, so yeah, I'm seeing this four-one, an easy game. And the only reason I'm saying they they might lose one is I'm not expecting Varane and uh, Martinez to be the partnership. I know you mentioned that Dallas been injured. Ho- hopefully he comes back soon because because it seems like it wasn't a big injury. They were it they was were... a hamstring uh, um, injury originally, and what? He and just... then I don't know. It's I, I feel like they're taking the precaution with him. Yeah, it just says that you know hamstring injury a few days away, but you never know if how he feels. Again, you don't want to rush Dallo back in, and then you know. Because he, he provides a lot of options in going forward. Vabisaka, we know, has been solid over the past few weeks. Well, offensively, Offensively, yeah. he's, he doesn't offer anything. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let's move on to Brighton Hove Albion versus Liverpool. This is going to be an interesting game because last time these two met, uh, teams met, Brighton won 3-0 um, against Liverpool, so... So how do you see this one going? Do you think that you know Liverpool have to uh, have to make a statement finally and get a win, or is it just you know let's take the season season off <laughs> and focus <laughs> on the Champions League? Well, but if they they're not going to win the Champions League, they just they're not the same team as they were last year. Uh, man, let me tell you something, Sadio Mane, man, that's 
They missed that player so badly. But you know what? You know who I think could turn their season around? If you could get Nunez to start scoring goals, he creates, he, you know, he makes a lot of runs. He makes a he makes these runs. He gets into these opportunities. He misses a lot of them. And, yeah. you know, it, he's become, I mean, like, you know, a meme on the internet. But if he could get those goals, they could be definitely a completely different team. And they, he could spark, he could spark a light into that season because, you know, if, if he could get going, then, you know, maybe defenders don't focus on Salah as much. Where then it opens up that option. You got Gapka on the left. Then you got players coming back. So maybe, you know, by the time the Champions League rolls around and they're all, if, if they're able to be in the FA Cup, maybe, you know, then you start looking and maybe, yeah. okay, maybe we can't compete in the league, but maybe we could focus our efforts somewhere else. I feel like with Nunes, my main concern with him is that he's not a number nine. He's not, he's not comfortable being back to the goal. Because he's not good at holding up the uh, the ball. I think like the touch. The touches. He's not a technical player. Uh, we already know he's explosive. He's fast. But I feel oh. like his best. Yeah, I feel like his best position is on the wing. Oh wow, that's uh, yeah. That'd be uh, because we, we already saw the same thing with Marcus Rashford. As in Marcus Rashford, they, I know all he tried Marcus Rashford play as a number nine, but he's not comfortable playing with the back to the back goal. to the goal. Yeah, that'd be interesting because I you know when I think when. Liverpool were purchasing him. They yeah. definitely expected uh, a player that would be yeah. that 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 number nine, that hold up play, something that dirty player that you know the the dirty job that Firmino does. I think Nunez is a different, you know, has a different profile. Yeah. But they, I think it's not it's, maybe you know we're talking about him right now like this. But maybe after he scores some goals, gains confidence. Maybe we'll see a different player here. He's gonna score goals, but that's that's what he pretty much offers. That's the only thing he offers. I feel like Liverpool is more cohesive and fluid in attacking with Diego Yota as number nine. Oh yeah, he's yeah. a big miss. Yeah, he's a big miss. Yeah. Well, how do you see this going? This one going? <sighs> Man, this is gonna be a tough one to predict. I feel like Brighton's gonna take it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think as much as I said uh, how to Liverpool could have their season. You know, turn around. I do. It's hard to bet against the Brighton when they play at home. Two to one. Two to one, Brighton. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to. Yeah, I'm gonna give it. I think it's a two to one, Brighton. Oh, you know what? Two zero. I just. <laughs> Brighton is such a good team. Um, and this, you know, they're they're not playing in the League Cup. They're safe in the Premier League. It's not like they're going down. They're not making top four. So. It would be very, I think it would be wise if they made, you know, they went out with their uh, strongest 11 and really made a good FA Cup run. I think that would be yeah. the next step for Brighton. And maybe, you know. They could they, be that team. They could be To go team. far, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It might be one of the, um, you don't know how long Brighton could stick around because, you know, a lot of their players, they're recruiting really well, but yeah. Cancelo's going to be gone. How long is that going to keep up, right? Cancelo's going to be gone uh, in the summer transfer window. Yeah, or maybe even even now, if somebody spoils his money, spoils you know, Ch yeah. with Chelsea around, yeah. uh, anything's possible. Um, what about? The, I wanted to ask you about Preston North End versus Tottenham. <laughs> Bruh, man. <laughs> Bruh, what the hell? Nah, hell no, man. You should even mention that game, yo. <laughs> 
The last time I, I read it, watch Soul Bowl, Soul Bowl, uh, Soul Bowl. <laughs> watch this shit. You watched the last game where you almost fell asleep. Yeah, I was watching Spurs against Portsmouth. <laughs> Man, I feel like I lost two hours of my life. <laughs> okay. Um, any uh, any other games that you'll be interested in, or are you just focusing on that Arsenal versus Manchester City game? Not nah, Arsenal against Man City game and. The AFC Championship game, Kansas City against oh, no. Bengals, Stop. Joey Burrow. Let's go, Joe Burrow. <laughs> no, that's how much you know about football. All right. I'm just playing. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, yeah, guys. Stay fresh, stay popping. You heard? You heard it here first.